So my advice to anybody, somebody's going to put you on a stage and trust you with in front of 2,000 people and trust you with their brand unless you can deliver on their own promise. Otherwise, please go run your own event. And this sounds harsh, but try and error, trial and error. But the most important thing is follow your passion. Stay persistent. Don't quit, right? And they say that and people say, oh, so cliche, but it's very true. Kelly Lumber Podcast. I'm your host, business mentor, personal brand strategist, and style expert on a personal mission to inspire a minimum of five people a day to take action, do something different, and show up as the best person they aspire to be. And I know in this episode, you are going to be inspired. I love all your messages that saying that something that you've heard on a podcast um, hasn't inspired you to do something differently. Please share it with us. It makes my day, it makes the guest day, and we just share it and other people see it too. So thank you so much. And if you haven't done already, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really has a huge impact and helps the visibility of the podcast. Would you believe that we are in the top 100 podcasts on entrepreneurship in Great Britain and in the UAE, we are in the top 20. And that is thanks to you. So again, leaving those reviews really, really helps. Today's guest is Afwa Mustafa. Now, she is a serial entrepreneur and pioneer of the motivational event industry in the Middle East. So I think that's why you know that this episode is going to be really inspiring. She launched Najahi Events in 2015 and really built the industry ground up, disrupting perceptions and shedding new light on the benefits of personal growth courses. And she calls it edutainment, which I love. She's gone on to bring some of the most recognized speakers in the personal development industry to the region, such as Tony Robbins, Alicia Keys, Prince EA, Jay Shetty, Robert Kiyosaki, and so many more. And I was at that event because they held their first mega event in November 2016. And Robert Kiyosaki, there were so many other speakers and I was so inspired just being there and knowing that I didn't have to travel to the UK. People were actually coming here. So she's since gone on to launch several other businesses, which we talk about during the show, one of which during the pandemic, um, IQ, Information, Knowledge, Education and Workshops, which is the Middle East first membership based online video on demand platform containing hundreds of motivational speeches, trainings, courses, and of course, that edutainment content. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Kelly Lumber podcast and welcome, Afwa. It's great to have you here. Hello, Kelly. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. We, you, I was just saying in, in our sort of pre-chat beforehand, your name has come up so many times in the personal development space, being that I've been doing it for the past sort of 15 years and everyone's like, you need to speak to Afwa, you need to speak to Afwa. And now at last, here we are, we've got a big event coming up, but also it's so great to be able to speak to you and find out a little bit more about the backstory as to why and 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 how you brought some of the biggest speakers here to the Middle East. Because I attended... I think it was one of your first events back in 2016 with Robert Kiyosaki. Was that, was that one of your first ones? That is the, the first one, the first big one. We did before that very small ones just to test ourselves and test the team and, and let's call it practice runs. <laughs> but the very first big one where we had almost 4,000 people there uh, was with Robert Kiyosaki, Lady Michelle Moan, Ali Saloum, 
and a bunch of speakers. It was two days. It was called the National Achievers Congress. I was so excited. I had (laughs) so many times to attend events and I'm like, at last, these people are here in Dubai. So tell me about your story. How did you get to bringing these incredible people here? What, what what, What was the... The moment that made you decide to to get this all the ball rolling? Well, Kelly, it's exactly what you just said. At last, they're here because I used to travel a lot to attend uh, personal development events. I had friends that would go to these events and invite me and show me that, oh my God, this is amazing. And I'll take it one step forward before that is that I, I used to live in Dubai for like since 2004 and I traveled a lot and I worked in Canada for three years and I came back and um, got married, had a child. I was the director of projects for Aramex globally. So I used to travel globally and roll out offices for Aramex. You know Aramex, the career company. So I was in the career path, background IT, but I was always looking at ways to invest and, and uh, develop myself more and read books. Um, then I had a baby and I just said, okay, that's it. We're good. I'm going to quit. I'm going to be a mummy full time. I'm not going to do anything. And it was fabulous until um, I kind of like felt there's something that I have missed. I've missed the interaction with people. I've I missed knowing myself as the person that I was. And I had a kind of a disconnect. Being a mummy was great, was wonderful, was fulfilling from one angle. But then I had lost my, who am I? Who was, who's that person that I used to be? And where is that person? Where has that person gone? And that led me to kind of a search to self, like self-search, who am I? I needed to go and see and learn what other things there are out there in the world. And I ended up traveling just to, you know, what I watched. I went to every single event there is almost in Europe. But then that led to me traveling and I was traveling all the time. And I was during those times, I was still thinking, what's Ofa going to do next? Like I was going to these events like self-development, learning, meeting new people, but with the purpose of what's Ofa going to do next. And it was in 2015 at a Tony Robbins event in, in June, the Ibis Hotel. <laughs> and it was business mastery. And, um, and that's where there and then I said, why don't I just do this? Why don't we just do that? And my friend was sitting next to me at that, at that time. She was my business partner. So we started Najahi together. And then she went into the world of property in the UK after that. But we're like, why do we need to travel all the time? Why can't we just do this? Why don't we bring this to the Middle East? Why don't we, okay, we were fortunate enough to be able to pay the ticket and the ticket to the event, the flights, the hotels, and all of that, and take leave from work and family, but other people can't, so they don't even know this world exists, and that's where the idea came from, and then we put our pennies together, and we launched Najahi, and we did our first event in 2017, uh, sorry, 2016, with Robert Kiyosaki and everybody else, and I tell you, I had no idea what the hell I'm doing. I only did it because there was that purpose. (laughs) There was no business plan or numbers or it didn't start like that. It started with, why don't we bring this to this part of the world? Then the business angle started coming after that when we started understanding, okay, we need to make money out of this at some point. (laughs) Then we started getting smarter. But that was the purpose. That was how it started. You went on to bring... 
Tony Robbins here. That was was that one of your biggest events that you you did in sort of the personal it is development. The biggest. It is, it is the biggest, it's 10,000 people, um, 2019. But you know what, on that very same day that I mentioned, Tony Robbins, um, 2015, Business Mastery, I looked, I was I was in the kind of the front, I had booked myself a decent ticket, <laughs> and I, was, I looked him in the eye, and he was talking, talking, but I was looking away, and I'm absent-minded, but I'm thinking, Tony, one day I'm going to bring you to Dubai. It will be me that's going to bring you to Dubai. I put it on my vision board. And that was like when I achieved that in 2019, I went back to, uh, to my vision board and I just said, tick, done, I did it. <laughs> Love it. That is such a good story. Yeah. I've been to so many of Tony Robbins' events and traveled for them as well until here. But uh, yeah, I still on the, the bucket list is to actually meet him. <laughs> Oh, you should, I wish we knew each other before that, but we are we are hoping to do this again um, sometime soon when he's ready to travel again. I don't know if he is yet after COVID. A lot of speakers don't want to travel, and that's why we haven't done much because the majority of the speakers are very comfortable now doing virtual. It takes yeah. a long time to convince them to come, and we'll see. Maybe 2023. Who knows? So that kind of maybe brings us nicely on to being the new era of events and and you know there is no denying that you were pretty badly hit in the uh, during COVID what happened and how did you pivot to keep business going because I know that you did thank you it was no easy journey Kelly <laughs> that was uh, like here's what happened right you you, you reach your peak you 2019 September we reached the peak like Tony Robbins Alicia Keys and uh, Nick uh, Wojcik NCA, 10,000 people at Arena, 12 hours, people learning the PR, the brand name. I mean, you know, vision board tick. And then after that, we did uh, 2,000 people at, and, uh, at the World Trade Center with Les Brown. Amazing. The next day, COVID hits, right? And then next day, you're like, what do we do now? And it, uh, we all thought at the beginning, oh, it's a couple of months and it'll go away. A vaccine will come mm. and everybody will come out, but it didn't. It didn't. So it was close shop, tell everybody to go home or just go virtual like everybody else did. So we started looking at what other companies were doing and what other speakers are doing. And everybody started trying the virtual, like we're virtual now. And it ended up we were doing 28 virtual events a month. Which I guess is way more than you ever would have been doing physical events. It's much more. We would be doing physical events two or three maximum a year, They're the big ones. And then we'd be doing smaller ones, like maximum 20 a year, smaller ones. So we're talking about like small workshops would be 20 a year in the live. And we would be making um, our revenues. We'll hit our targets just doing that. Now we're doing 28 virtual a month. And I'll tell you what, we never went negative, but I t- that margin was like this much. The company luckily never went negative for the entire two years, and I'm very proud of my team to say that. That's amazing. And I never uh, cut salaries, and we never took away from people's leaves, and we never asked people to go away and um, you know uh, take unpaid leaves or you know, and people were paid on time. And that's because when when this happened, I sat with the team and I said, "Yeah, we have two choices. We can just I, I have two choices right now." I can close shop and say, guys, go figure out and I'll call you when things get better. Or 
you guys consider it like this is your company, this is your income, these are your, this is your family that you're going to support. Oh, I'm not going to take a penny after I pay all of you. And that's what happened. They took it on as their own. This is their survival. This is their way. This is their, this is their way of keeping the company running because this is their home. And, and, and we just work together. And before paying myself, I would make sure that my team that promised me that they will not let Najahi down. So what the deal was, you have my back, I have yours. And we had each other's backs. And we pivoted, um, we passed it, and now we're going to go back to the live events. But yeah, 28 virtual events. These guys didn't get a day off. And I was trying to tell them we can go less. And they're like, no, no, we can do it, we can do it. And I'm like, okay, thank you. So forever grateful to my amazing team. They are amazing. There was quite um, a, you know, like a community, like really wanted to support each other. How big is the team that you have? Oh gosh, we're only seven right now. Nice, but it's a yeah. family. It is a family. It is a family. So when we, um, we've always been maximum nine, ten, um, because that's the core team. And whenever we have big events or something lined up, we I bring in part timers for two, three months before the event, and then we let them go and um, but the core team the core core team would be between seven to ten maximum so you've attended events all around the world what's been one of the best pieces of advice that you've or not advice but you know lessons or experience that's really profoundly changed you that you can share that story hmm. when I first started uh, the event business I used to go to these events I mean they were very impersonal Kelly very, very impersonal. They were cold. And, and everybody knows our model. We also upsell programs and, and master classes that we, we promote. But they were very impersonal, very cold. And, and you feel like it's just about how much money I can get from that person, how much money I can get. Um, I, when, when I started Najahi and when I started understanding the numbers, because like I said, I did it only for the, like, the purpose of I need to bring motivation to the and transformation and self-development to this part of the world. And you remember when I came, Kelly, people did not know what self-development is. People knew yeah. a career path and training in 2015-16. They knew that the corporate would pay for their training. So it was very hard to tell people, no, 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 actually you're going to pay for your own self because the best investment you can make in your life is in you. That awareness that we had to create, it's not only creating Najahi as a company, but we had to create that awareness of you pay for your own self-development because investing in yourself is the best investment you could ever make. You are your own asset. Creating that awareness was was new to a lot of people. Like, no, can you send the invoice to my HR team and they'll pay it? I said, no, that's not how it works. Um, but... Other, other other companies and many, many other events that I attended, it was never about understanding the needs of that uh, the audience or that particular person that's sitting there. It was about how I can convince them, whether they need that program or not, convince them to just go and pay for it and buy it. And I, 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 I did not like that. So the one thing that I um, had, and it was advice from people here, that had attended um, abroad and they said, we love what you do, but please, please, please know that that um, there's a stigma, a negative stigma around this. And I said, what do you mean? And they said, this is what they said. 
I said, no, no, that's not going to happen with us. So I'm, I make a point to personally understand. Uh, um, I, I'm in the event. I'm in the room. I watch people. And I've seen people that get so excited and they go by seven programs in one day. I, mean, I go to them and I say, no, you don't need all of that, please. You don't need all of that. Go, go, just pick one and then decide what you need. And we also um, give a seven-day policy, so we don't give, like, you know, the hype. People are hyped and want to, um, uh, mm. like, impulse buy. They impulse buy, and they think they need everything. We give money back, and the other people don't. So one thing I learned, and one piece of advice is connect with the people and put yourself in their shoes and be human. Mm. Don't look at them as your, uh, just how much money you can make from them. Look at them as... Any person that succeeds and grows because of anything that you've delivered and offered is uh, is a huge gain. It's actually for me more gain than the money I have. Najahi doesn't make a ton of money because I give a ton of money back. But Najahi has a very good brand and has a very good um, relationship with his clients. And I hope to keep it that way. Yeah, be human. Nice. What in that fits very nicely with the the sort of the personal the personal element and the personal brand side of you know be human you know be real but remember that it's not about the the the, the money at the end of the day you've got a big event coming up do you want to share a little bit about what's happening so you're back is this your first big live event it is isn't it since it covid will be, it will be up one since covid yes yes uh, live in person we call it live because we did virtual big ones uh, we had a lot of people attend the virtual almost 2000 attend our virtuals but um, this would be the first live and in person now we have a new term it's live and in person <laughs> there's live and there's live and in person it's going to be at the world trade center um, and hopefully we're targeting another 2,000 people. And this is called the Scalathon. So I'm very excited about the Scalathon. This is an event that will be reoccurring every year. Um, so everybody knows that we have Chiching. Chiching is an event that will happen on its sixth year, sixth year this year. And Scalathon is a new brand we're starting. And it's, we, this year is the first, and we hope to create a chain of them, one every year. Um, so Cha-Ching is for uh, people that have um, a 9-to-5 job, let's say, that have aspirations to take it to the next level, but they don't know exactly what and where and how. Um, so we offer them, we show them different um, multiple ways of how to succeed. So we can show them how to become public speakers, we can show them how to become traders, or we can show them how to, okay, but there's property as well. Um, there's entrepreneurship, there's um, becoming a brand ambassador like what you teach as well. Um, so there's so many angles that we teach at Chiching. But then Scalathon is, uh, for our audience that has been attending Chiching all these past years, they have started their businesses, they're in year three or year four of their businesses, they're making five figures, I hope six figures, and then they want to scale up. So now, and, and you know, we all hit that point. And I, I say it from my own self, you hit a point where you, you know, as an entrepreneur, you want to achieve that amazing goal and then you've achieved it. And I, I did that with Tony. And I had that moment is like, and, and now what? Now what do I do? <laughs> How do I take it to the next level? And so I even hired my own mentors. I, I work with so many mentors and I'm lucky enough to be in that space to know, you know, pick a phone call and ask advice. 
And I used to just ask advice and then I thought, that's not going to work. I'm going to need a, a mentor with me to guide me through yep. the way. We have a, a an 18-month plan for Najahi. And then from after that, what's going to happen? We have another plan. So so I, while going through that exercise on my own, the idea came of there are so many people and companies like me that need to know what I'm learning and how I'm taking Najahi to the next level of eight plus figures. So maybe, maybe let's take this company, or let's take this concept and the learning that I've been going through and the transformation that I've been going through and bring it to the people like me, and the, the business owners like myself. And so Scalathon happened. And then I now I started calling all my friends, the speakers, and you included, you're going to be in it. And I'm so excited for that. Super excited about it. Super excited. Yes, and you fit the audience. Like the audience is exactly the right audience for you. Yeah. Um, it would have been, um, and and again, I mean, I hope to work with you myself on my personal brand because I, I really think I've worked on the Jahi brand, but not much on myself. <laughs> so I hope to get to the way, point where we way. start. A lot of people start on their business, and it's it's often the way. A lot of people start in their business, and then they're thinking, oh okay, actually, I need to be a bit more visible or, you know, what are the plans? I mean, one day you might sell your business, but to still have your own right. personal presence is, I'm not saying that that's what you want to do, but, um, has you know, it has a huge implication. And, and nowadays people want to know why, you know, people want to know the story behind the business. They want to know what made you right. start and that you know, beautiful piece about, you know, I saw Tony Robbins and, you know, looked across the stage at him and then, you know, matter of years, he's out here. And um, who else have you got speaking at the event uh, for Scalathon? So Scalathon does not have a keynote. Cha-Ching is a brand that has a keynote and we do like the Tony Robbins, which is uh, like the one-off where we bring celebrity speakers. We're looking at uh, Cha-Ching for multiple celebrity speakers coming back. The focus with uh, Scalathon is, is uh, that, um, uh, let me take it with the model first. The model is going to be, you're going to see the speakers on the stage for 90 minutes. And then part of your ticket is going to be to attend two and a half hours with every single uh, speaker or mentor. So you're not here just to sit down and watch and clap and see a panel and leave. This is not your typical event. This is a pure learning you're going to be meeting other people as well, but the purpose of it is you're going to pick and choose which program fits you and what do you need the most. So there are eight topics that will be delivered and which one you need the most. And every single day you can attend two at a time. And then you can also watch the recordings of the other two that you missed on that day. So eventually you will be able to watch all eight within a week. Whether you attended in person or you can see the the recording of it, it's all part of your ticket. And hence, I didn't want to put a keynote, a celebrity keynote, but I just wanted to to be like me, sitting with my mentor. We're talking, we're sitting down, we're take, I'm taking notes, and I'm learning how to grow my business to the next level. That's what Scalathon is. Um, so this uh, you can go to scalathon.fail.najahi.com and you'll see all the details there of all the speakers. But we have Kane and Alistair Minkus that are coming and they'll be talking exactly, do you know what they're going to be talking about? Which is, a lot of people tell me, why are you doing this? So they are my, my personal mentors in taking the draft to the next level. And they're going to teach people how to make an event company. 
And people are like, why are you creating a competition for yourself? And I say, I don't. It's not competition. The more there's power in, in numbers. And if they can do it and I can do it and we can all collaboratively do something amazing, their audience will, they save me the cost of marketing, actually, because they're, they're prepping an audience for me and I'm prepping an audience for them. It's fine. We share the same audience, but we grow this community together. So we're going to be teaching people how to make money and how to make a business out of events. Go do your own event and see how it works. So we'll be teaching that. So Tina Ustamenkis will be teaching that. Another topic will be consulting into equity, which means you have a skill. You have an amazing skill. You're really good at it. You have master classes. You have your you, know, you teach people all the time. But what's next? One way to do um, mentoring is you can be part of the startup that you help grow by taking equity as well. So you're growing them as the mentor, as the coach, as the consultant, and you together collaboratively lead that company to grow so much. But at the end of it, instead of taking your fee, we teach you how to get it into consulting, into equity. So now you as a mentor can be part of 40 businesses. You have mm-hmm. you have equity called consulting into equity. I like it. Yes. And this is for people that are um, have created a, per- a brand for themselves, have created a name for themselves. They're, they have a great reputation in the, in the market and they're making money, but how to now make the million dollar because... Now you're part of that company. If that company, if you are successful, and you only get paid if you're successful, right? If you're successful in making this company grow, then you can make your million dollar if that company exits. And this is scaling up. And so that's one thing. We will be talking about sales. So Darius, uh, Darius Saudi will be with us. He'll be talking about sales in the Middle East, conversion, 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 how to convert. How to convert on the phone, how to convert in the business meeting, sales. We also have international sales with Matt. I forgot his last name, sorry. But So we want to cover sales from all angles. Sales from a local perspective, Middle East perspective, and sales internationally because we want people to, to have international bigger brands. We'll be talking about there's something called, um, um, I, I'm, I'm hoping he joins us, still talking to him. <laughs> Um, we'll be talking about uh, crypto and how to get blockchain embedded into your businesses and how to scale up with blockchain and crypto. So introducing NFTs and cryptocurrencies into your own business. That is a hot topic. I want that topic. I'm talking to multiple people. I don't, can't imagine, Kelly, how many times I've watched presentations of, and and the speakers and content and webinars of people and I just want if it resonates with me I'm putting it on the stage so right now the speaker has not been defined and this is the circle the blank circle that you see right now on the website that is the topic <laughs> crypto currency I look forward to seeing who it is yeah, that's the, that's the thing that's the, that's who I'm uh, constantly calling people and constantly watching their content to see if it resonates with me as me being the typical company that wants to do that for my company, Mm. for my business. If I'm convinced, then that's the person that's going to go on stage and teach it. So that is a big topic, blockchain, cryptocurrency, tokenization, and NFT for your own business. That's the big, yeah, 
we do have, uh, we, will, we will be inviting a keynote to speak also, but um, just for 10 minutes. So it's not going to be like about the keynote. That's why you don't see a keynote picture on our website. So, so many topics, so many speakers, eight of them. Um, and I hope, you know, um, that it transforms small business owners, small to mid-sized business owners' uh, perspectives and gives them that aha moment. Okay, I can do this to my business and this is going to help grow and take scale up just like it did for me. This, this is the purpose. I really love the name as well, scale, Scale-a-thon. It's uh, catchy and uh, from a brand. That. I love it. No, it it kind of to me as as a business owner who is currently scaling, um, that completely speaks to me and tells me exactly what it is that you're doing. So I can I can see how something like that would work on an annual basis when it comes to to scaling the business. Right. Oh, I'm happy you like it. I came up with it, and I, I came up with same purpose. I I needed a name that like not not maximize your like these catchy things. I wanted to go straight to the point, tell people what it is from the name, so no guessing. And so then, yeah, well, it definitely <laughs> definitely ticks the box. What else is kind of in the pipeline? Because I guess in the events industry, you're planning quite far ahead. I mean, you must have twenty twenty three kind of. Already, we're done. With, yeah, all the way until I think September 2023, uh, where we're we're ready. Um, so in November, we're planning on doing another uh, event. Also, the same. Probably it will be the Chiching coming back. Um, we're working with the speakers right now for the Chiching lineup. So Skeleton and Chiching. Then we have in January, we're trying uh, going to try a whole new model. Um, Kelly, we want to do an expo. Okay. An expo, not a big expo, a smaller expo. So in transformation and learning as well in our, our own lane. Um, but it will just invite, uh, this is going to be very little speakers. There's going to be no program sold, but this is, you can go and talk to the speakers. They'll be having booths everywhere in the World Trade Center and just go and talk to them. Talk to, talk to everybody that you like and um, we'll have vendors. So it's it's coming up. We're still designing it, but that's going to be end of January, which is the Najahi Expo. And there'll be an expo every year as well coming up. I guess in that sort of way, it kind of ties nicely back into the the personal piece that you talked about. That it, it, it's one of your values, you know, that people are human. So on, on rather than always delivering on, hey, buy this, buy this, buy this, we're doing something different where you can actually go and speak to people and change, yeah, change yeah. it up to do something where they can network and ask questions and make it more personal. Exactly. I'm not, nothing like uh, no pressure. This is friendly. It's going to be very friendly. There's going to be like entertainment as well. It's just going to be three days. There's going to be evening events and morning events and lunches and just three days of connecting. Every speaker can have a space if they want. Every We'll, we'll try to invite as many as we can from around the world. Um, and it's an opportunity for us as Najahi to show the content creators, the speakers, and the like the people that have programs around the world just to come and explore and meet the people in the Middle East and try to think of them that they're not the same as a person that's in America and London. They're very different people. So it's connecting 
the, the Middle East audience with the non-Middle East um, content creators, uh, speakers, and I call them thought leaders, let's say, and, yeah. and teaching them to meet. They just meet and see because I see some a lot. That's why I end up watching so much. You have no idea how much content I watch in a day. And I have to watch it because there's always that disconnect of, yes, it's amazing in America. It worked perfect in LA, but you know, the people here are more closer. Um, sometimes the topic is just off. You know, it just doesn't, it doesn't meet what the culture is here. So this is kind of a culture connecting event where content speakers can come and meet people. And then these guys can also come and see from our part of the world. They can come and see what else is out there. I mean, they may be inspired mm. by uh, having their own. Uh, I know a lot of coaches and mentors in our database, people that attended Andy Harrington and, and Lisa Nichols and Les Brown. And we've, we've created a, we have a um, connection. I call them the Najahi alumni of mentors and people that now have master classes. And I want, I would love to have them connect with people coming from abroad and be inspired. And now we don't have to have the import of people from abroad. We get from in, in-house, like yourself. You know, I'm very yeah. happy that you're joining us. You, uh, two people in Scalathon, you and Darius, you are from here. You, know, you, don't, yeah. you don't have to fly people. This is my goal. My goal is to... Yes, you guys have enough content and experience that you can add the connection with the culture that mm-hmm. we don't have to bring from abroad. Oh, it's going to be brilliant. What's the market like for Saudi? I mean, like all I hear when I speak to sort of business owners that they're, you know, Saudis, the next big one, and they're preparing for this and it's going to explode. What is other parts, maybe not just Saudi, like for you in the Middle East at doing events? Is that something that's coming up or? So that was the original plan pre-COVID to expand. uh, But we don't want to expand uh, as Najahi. I will not open offices. What we do is we look for um, partners, partners Mm. that we work with that are already established, know their culture, know, know their way around, know the people. And we bring our brand and we operate with them hand in hand on a JV, probably. And we're doing that right now. In, in, uh, we're discussing this with a new, new company that's opening up in Cairo, actually, to go to Cairo. Um, and we want to translate our content into Arabic, also in Palestine where we will be bringing all the speakers and translating their content into Arabic as well. My future will be in Iraq because I'm Iraqi, as you know, so I would like to go there. But uh, when it comes to Saudi, and Saudi is a good question, a lot of Saudis do fly in to come to our events here, so we see that. And then we do see a lot of Saudis on the virtual events as well, so I do believe there is a market. Um, so like I said, I don't want to go into Saudi being an, an Emirati company going into Saudi alone. I believe yeah. we, we, we are in search of the right partner and the right partner means that we share the same values, we communicate well. They say, choose your partner more wisely than you choose your husband. And I, I, <laughs> they say that because partnerships are in business. They are crucial that you have to have the chemistry and you have to have the same values. Otherwise, it'll, it's just like a marriage. You will crack, uh, clash. And so we are looking for the right partner. But yes, Saudi is a definitely upcoming market. 
I still don't see anybody doing anything in the personal development space. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see Saudi as Dubai 2015, when, when we first went in in 2015, I see Saudi like that. So, But, you know, the one piece of advice that Robert Kiyosaki gave me in 2017, and I told him, Robert, if you were me, what would you do? He said, you just started. And he's laughing at me, you just started. But I always tell you, stay in your backyard. When you buy property, buy property close to you. When you have a business, have a business close to you. When you want to expand, you stay where you are and hire somebody that lives there all the time or work for somebody that lives there all the time. Stay in your backyard because you have control of your backyard. You don't have control of your neighbor's backyard. And he's mm-hmm. right. Great piece of advice. Yeah. I just have a couple of final kind of questions. Yeah, that I'm really curious to know. And I didn't give you heads up about this one. The question that I want to ask is, there's a lot of male speakers in the personal development world. And I feel that the female market is very underrepresented and they have so much to share. Why do you think this is? I guess that's my first part to it. And then part two is, as um, you know, in the events business, how can you change that? Or what kind of things you can do so? Start with the first one. Why do you think it is? As much as possible, we try to find um, female speakers. But a lot of people ask me all the time, and, and this is a question I've been asked since day one with the with National Achievers Congress, and then, and then, and then, and then. We'd have four male speakers and just one female. And people tell me why. I also got accused, like, you are unfair. You like male speakers more than female speakers. And I tell oh, the wow. same thing. I'm Content, yeah. I'm after content. I'm after what what I'm. My commitment to my audience is not. Um, and I have this is going to sound bad, but my commitment to my audience when they buy a ticket and come, I'm promising them content that's um, that will transform their lives. That's my promise to them, and that's what I have to deliver on. Not gender equality on the stage is what content they can they they get. And though I would love to have gender equality on the stage, but the job is to deliver content. And if there's a female that has amazing content and can deliver the promise, I bet you she's going to be on the stage before the male is. But my promise to my audience is that that's that's the mission. The mission is to deliver. The mission is... And so what we do is we try to, we try to put in when possible... A female speaker that um, can be a keynote and inspiring story and etc. But when it comes to transformational programs, there are women out there. Um, I've yet to find in every single topic. So there are particular topics that they're repeated in, which is great. Um, so it gives us a variety to choose from. But there are topics, and especially right now, there's the... the, the, there's the I'll tell you what happened in COVID. Everybody wanted to make a side income because they needed to, God forbid, their salaries were cut or, you know, they were were made redundant, etc. They they needed a passive income. And so a lot of people started asking us and emailing us about programs for Forex, trading, options, and crypto, because that's like money in the pocket quickly. And so we, there are no female speakers in that space. Yet, I have yet to see somebody that teaches cryptocurrency 
uh, that's a female. And there are speakers, but not teachers, let's say. They don't have programs and solid programs and good programs that I have, have come, came across. So if anybody is listening and has, please, you're a female and you have an opportunity to contact here. me. I will watch your content. But please know that not because my commitment to my audience, again, is not gender equality. My commitment to my audience is to deliver on amazing content that is transformational for them. That's the promise. But you're there because you have an amazing program and you are you are a female and you're on the stage and you actually want to you only two of you will be on the stage that are females but there will be females that are uh, content speakers um, inspiration mm -hmm. stories you know they have an amazing story they are entrepreneurs that started their mothers they have um, you know um, defeated all odds let's say and grown their businesses they're not teaching but they are inspiring. And you will see on our stages more of those rather than, I'd say, teaching speakers or mentors and coaches. If someone's listening, female, most of my audience is female, and they want to be on the stage, they want to be doing that, what would you suggest to them or what would be the steps that you could say? Because for, for me, I attended your event in 2016 and I remember sitting there with my friend, like you with the Tony Robbins, going, I'm going to bring with next to your friend. <laughs> I was sitting next to my friend. I remember exactly where I was sitting as well. And I said to her, I'm going to be back here. One day I'm going to be back here and I'm going to be on the stage. So it's going to be six years oh, later. Wow. Which yes. is, which is, oh, wow. what would you say from the event perspective and the organizer and having listened to so much content, a female now has that same feeling as me and maybe wants to do it quicker than six years. What would be your tips? What did you do? I'll ask you the question. What did you do to get here? Um, in the last six years. So I changed my business model. So I had an opportunity to be able to sell something that could be scalable rather than just one thing. I guess that would be one avenue because if I had done it last year I don't think I would have had a product that would have been able to offer to an audience of a thousand or two thousand I would say I practice my speaking so the first opportunity that I got I went out and started just hosting master classes and it was just to 12 people but I was so passionate about delivering a message and I was doing it for free and I'm, I'm, I'm a speaker. I get paid to speak, but I was still doing these events for free. So I've done loads of those after the past 12 months. And I guess maybe that's seen other people have seen me speak at that. So I'd say that. And I've actually got a topic that potentially um, a wider audience are more interested in, even though I've niched, I have, I have a niche of, you know, entrepreneurs, it's even tighter than that, but it's a product that maybe more people are interested than when I had my styling business, for example. So they might be three things that I've done over the past kind of two years. You said it all. You see, I, you didn't seek me out. I saw, I, and I didn't seek you out, but there was a need. There was a, there was an event where I needed something. And guess what? The first thing that comes is you because you did took all these steps. Mm. So my advice to anybody, somebody's going to put you on a stage and trust you with in front of 2000 people and trust you with their brand, unless you can deliver on their own promise. Otherwise, please go run your own event. And this sounds harsh, but 
try and error, trial and error. But the most important thing is follow your passion. Stay persistent. Don't quit, right? And they say that and people say, oh, so cliche, but it's very true. If you quit, you're quitting. Nobody's going to want to, nobody's going to work to work with you or trust you. If you quit on yourself, I'm not going to trust you. But if you're going to be persistent and you're going to try again and follow your passion and change your business model, okay, that didn't work. Then I'll try again. I'll try this. I'll try this. I'll try that. Maybe the journey is six years and maybe the journey is three years. But passion and, and hard work together, they, they show results. And then people will see you. People will know you. And people like me that are searching, the one day I'm searching for a particular topic to put on a stage, your hard work would be shining on Instagram or on, on Google when I Google you. Or, or just ask a question in the industry and ask people, have you ever heard of somebody that can talk about this topic? And your name will come up. And this is how it is. But I will never know that person and put them in front of my stage unless they've worked on themselves before. But most definitely, please, and you did it, take public speaking um, uh, co coaching and take it to the next level. Just don't take it from a YouTube or um, get yourself a proper mentor. Get yourself, if this is your passion to be on stage in front of people, then invest in yourself in this area. You need to do that. I've never been wanting to be a public speaker, by the way. I have never, I rarely go on stage. <laughs> I'm too shy. I rarely go on podcasts. But there's this thing. They say you are what you focus on, right? I focused on Najahi as a brand, as a company, as delivering. And I did not focus on the public speaking part. But if a, pop, if a, if a speaker wants to be a speaker, they need to put their time and energy and money into that. So you are the product of what you focus on. That's what you focus on. You're going to achieve it just like you. Thank you so Makes much. Sense. And I think that's a really <laughs> nice way to, to end on. Thank you so much for your time. I've really enjoyed kind of that opportunity and that one question about sort of the females on stage. It's been something that I've wanted to ask for a while. So I really appreciate your honesty. I cannot wait to represent you and the business and the team on stage um, in a couple of months. Can you tell people how they can find yeah. you, how they can get in touch? I'll put it all in the show notes, but this is your opportunity. Um, so it's scaledupnajahi.com. You can find all the speakers and we will fill in the crypto person very soon. <laughs> you can also email us at info at najahi.com. You can get to our Instagram. The ticket is 200 dirhams, but it includes um, the whole two days plus uh, eight workshops, uh, virtual and live. And you get all the recordings of everything after that sent to your email. So even if you couldn't attend one particular workshop, you will still have the chance to see it because it's part of your ticket. And so again, 2nd, 3rd of October, and uh, we hope to see everybody there. Can't wait. Scalathon. <laughs> Thank you so much Thank for you. your time again. And I will see you soon. I'll see you soon, darling. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to this episode. Were you inspired? What was one of your key takeaways that you can action? Tag me, tag the guest in Instagram. I love to know what really got you going in this episode. If you want to know more about how you can take your personal brand to the next level, then book in for a call with me. Click the link in my bio, work with Kelly, 
answer the questions and learn a little bit more about how you can take your brand and business to the next level. We've got a couple of ways that you can work with us, whether it's through our brand new Accelerator Mastermind, which just been launched, to one-to-one and even working with the extended team on your digital assets if you're looking for branding when it comes to your website, social media graphics. One of the things that we're doing a lot just now is email signatures, just elevating that email with a professional looking signature at the end. We also have some incredible reviews and did you know this week, so this is great because often when this happens when you first start a podcast, but we are over a year in, we are still Kelly Loomer Podcast is still in the top 100 podcasts on entrepreneurship in the UK and top 15 in the UAE. And that is thanks to you, you that are out there, that are reviewing this, that are listening to it and sharing it with your friends. I appreciate it and I appreciate you. Thank you so much.